Thank you. Can you tell me a little bit about your foundation, please? Um, the Kaylee Martin Foundation. Um, just something that I've been wanting to do. Um, I've been like participating in other people's like against gender Sodomy foundation thing. You know, just thought about the um, the problems that I had in my neighborhood growing up in Oak Cliff, um, um, Dallas. Um, thought about the problems that I grew up around, which is um, single parent homes, um, parents without fathers, um, you know, kids without fathers, things like that. Um, What made you um, What made you want to start your foundation uh, at, at that point in time? What kind of events do you guys do to help raise money? Now, I also read on your foundation website that you're involved with a lot of other charities. You helped out at Eduardo Nahara. And uh, Multio, can you just tell me tell us about some of the other events that you take part in that are not exactly part of your foundation, but you do with other foundations? What what is your favorite type of um, I guess what, your favorite type of uh, fundraising event that you uh, that you would like to participate in? Uh, just going to turn over to your career a little bit. Um, 
Me, personally, I was an intern with the New Jersey Nets while you were still there. In fact, one of my most... I'm sorry? Okay, yeah, it's it's and one of my most vivid memories was after you guys won the Eastern Conference Championship uh, for the second time. I was over in the locker room and Fifty Cent was blaring uh, after you guys won, and you were celebrating pretty hard. But I want to ask you because um, Lawrence Frank, I've spoken to Lawrence Frank on a personal level, and he feels that you were the heart and soul of that team, and when you left, that the team was never the same. I wanted to get your reaction to that compliment. What did you learn going to Denver that you were able to take from New Jersey over to the Nuggets? What was your reaction when you came back to New Jersey and the crowd welcomed you so warmly? Now, you know, being in the league for as long as you have, what do you what kind of advice do you give to younger players who are coming into the league? Do you, do you realize that you, I think you've only missed the playoffs once in your career? Yeah, that was my rookie year. Yeah. I somebody asked me, I had a round here the other day. I'm, uh, I'm around the organization here the other day. You know, I only missed the playoffs my, my rookie year. <laughs> you know, so that's a great accomplishment. Um, so just trying to keep it going and trying to get the big trophy. Just give me a ring. Now, you've, you played against Chauncey, and now you've been a teammate. You know, you've played against Jason. He was your teammate. Same thing with Allen Iverson and Andre Miller. Playing with so many different point guards, uh, I'm not asking you to give me a preference, but um, what what does it take for a point guard to bring out the best in you in that type of situation?
You know, it was funny because when I was interning and when I was a fan, when you were playing with New Jersey, every time you had a monster throwdown or a hammer stunk, you used to pull the side of your jersey up and always point to your heart. What was the was was there a tattoo there, or was that a? <laughs> okay. Okay. Gotcha. I got you. And can you also give us a little bit of insight now with this playoff series that you guys are, uh, you know, going neck and neck with Utah? Uh, what are your feelings on the series? Um, we got one get away at home. Of course, we all do that. But um, can't get that game back. All we can do is go to Utah. I'm going to win by game three and try to get game three. I'm going to just go from there. It's going to be a great series because we played those guys tough during the year. We played four times during the year. You know, so it's about us matching up and us coming out of being on our A game, which I think we know we can't do. Well, we also know about your contract status up for this upcoming up this upcoming year. Uh, what are your plans during the off season? Do you want to stay in Denver? Do you want to move forward? What do you think? I don't like moving. <laughs> I don't like moving. Uh, if I can stay here, um, that's what we're trying to work on now to see what we can work out with the team. But um, it's not my decision. I would love to stay. You know, but uh, of course, we'll start doing this business. You know, so I'm gonna make the best decision for me and my family. But I definitely want. Can you also, uh, really quickly, I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit and I apologize for that, but um, tell us what it was like to be the number one pick, being the number one college player chosen, meaning that you were the best of that of, of that year's class. Can you tell us how it felt to walk up on stage knowing that you were the number one draft pick? It was great, sir. Um, it's all the things that I've been through my senior year with uh, shattering my ankle and breaking my leg and things like that. Um, all the things that I've been through up to that point. Uh, not only that, but in my life. You know what I'm saying? Everything just, everything was over. I'm saying there was no more worries. And the, uh, my last two questions, the first one would be, you played under Byron Scott and Lawrence Frank um, and George Carl. Some of these, you know, these are the, your, your longer coaches. Um, what have you been able to take for, and also notice the differences in coaching styles? Hello? I'm sorry about that. I said you you played under Coach Byron Scott, but under under Lawrence Frank and George Carl. Can you tell the differences and the similarities between the three coaches?
And I guess the final question is, you know, we, we talked about a little bit about your time in New Jersey, uh, about the situation that has gone on there. I know you're not there anymore, and it's 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 a shame what has what has happened. But are, we, are you a little surprised on how quickly things sort of blown up blow up with Richard being in San Antonio now, Jason being in Dallas, and just sort of. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a decision they made. Yeah. No, they haven't done anything. <laughs> they really haven't done much. They've probably been to one playoff since I left, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe one. Uh, I could be wrong, but I don't know. But what the situation is, that's what it is. That's the decision that they made, so you got to live with it. You know, it wasn't the, the guys who are making it now, but it was other people that had no basketball knowledge whatsoever. So, uh, do I feel sorry for him? No, I feel sorry for Rod, and I feel sorry for Norris, of course. You know, I feel sorry for Kiki. When is there a fine line between basketball and business? You know, because you know they always say, you know, do what you can for the game, but don't be stupid when it comes to money. Uh, what, what advice do you give to younger people who who are getting ready to come to the league and make that type of money, who who would possibly give up money? I, to, my situation was different. Like, I, I can't tell with the next man what everybody's situations are different. You know, like a lot of these guys were like I was in a situation where I had leverage. Like I had two straight finals appearance, Eastern Conference finals appearance, All Star. So, so, so I had bad things on my side. A lot of these guys don't have that. They just going to look at for a country, but I had leverage on my side. So for, for, for me, I'd be a little biased to tell somebody what to expect or what to ask for, what not to ask for, what to yeah, I I understand that, and I guess my, this will be my final final question with with your all your foundation work that you've done, and all you know, you know people you, people people have to sort of look a little bit to you know see wow Kenyon Martin is you know very very big open heart. The people who don't know you, you know, make you sort of come off come across like you're a badass. How do you what do you say to your retractors in those situations to say hey you know what Kenyon is a good guy. He's a great. He's actually one of the better guys in the league, and he has a big heart.
Well, you know what? You're you're one hundred percent correct. You're you're one hundred percent correct. A lot of people don't know. Uh, you know, people will, will hide behind their pens and papers, and that, you know that's why that's why I wanted to ask you that question because I've I've always wondered how how it is from an athlete's perspective compared to, you know, you know, you're getting we, like people like me. Go ahead. If I have a best beautiful problem with something, someone has said or written down anything like that, then I have outlets and ways to get to that person where I can voice my opinion on what they said directly to them. If yeah. I'm man up, I don't bite my tongue for nobody. You know, so I feel if you have if you have that big of a problem with me or the things that I do on or off the court, then you should come to me with it. A lot of people not gonna do that, so that's why I just focus on the people. who Positive, try to keep positive people around and just to keep doing the positive things that I'm doing. Well, Ken, thank you.